It is Lockdown Radio. Oh, so much on the plate today. And as you might know that Bloemfontein Celtic, as you listened last night, due to travel to Nigeria uh, for a CAF Confederation Cup game against Rivers United tomorrow. Uh, but now it looks like it's highly unlikely that that game will go ahead. Now, the Nigerian Football Federation had requested that the quarantine period uh, be wavered, uh, but that was turned down uh, by the authorities in Nigeria. Now, the only solution might be to postpone this game. The NFF has also suggested that a new time as well as a venue uh, be given, and even in neighboring countries with less stringent measures. So I don't even know how this is going to end, uh, but we did have that open conversation yesterday uh, with the CEO of Bloemfontein Celtic, and, and one really doubted even then that if the club hadn't left for Nigeria yet, and they still have to go through this long process, that, you know, for me, that game was never ever going to happen. But we got the GM uh, for Corporate Affairs or Corporate Services at Safa, uh, that is Umlu Name. Uh, Umlu, thank you so much for your time. I know it's a busy evening for you, but thank you for accommodating us right here on MSW. Welcome to the show. Hey, Rob, thank you, and compliments of the new year. Same to you, same to you, Baba. It, it almost starts as if it never ended, right? And, uh, I know, it's <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's mind-blowing. Now, the issue around Bloemfontein Celtic, what can you update our listeners with with regards to potential travel, game being postponed, any information that you have at your disposal? Okay, Rob, um, we can confirm that uh, the game is certainly not going ahead tomorrow because uh, the government of Nigeria imposed travel restrictions on um, South Africans and people from the United Kingdom. And when we became aware of that, we wrote to the NFF and CAF on the 29th of December and said to them, we are requesting a waiver on the requirement to quarantine the team because the new regulation in Nigeria is that even if Bloemfontein Celtic would have arrived with negative results um, for their PCR test from South Africa, or even committed to do a test upon arrival in Nigeria, they would still be required to go into a seven-day quarantine. And at the end of that seven days, they would be tested again and then released from the quarantine. Now, it became impossible. Uh, practically impossible because even with the best intentions, if we had left on the 1st of January, say, um, committing to the quarantine, quarantine would finish um, after match day Mm. because match day is tomorrow. Quarantine would have finished, uh, the quarantine period would have completed on the 7th. So having written to the Football Federation, they said uh, they will relay the message to their government. And after some delay, we then got confirmation that uh, our request has been declined. So it is uh, the South African Football Association that actually made a request for the waiver on behalf of Bloemfontein Celtic because 
Safa is the custodian of the Cat Interclub matches. So, unfortunately, then uh, the game is off. With the game being off, I mean, I'll come back to a couple of the points that you mentioned just now, Lou, but uh, it, it, it seems like it's a, a postponement, not a cancellation, because it looks like there is a a, a desire, maybe a, a, a desire for them to play the game, even if it's not played in Nigeria, but for them to take the game even to one of the neighboring countries. Indeed, Rob. Um, that is the proposal they've made to Kev. But Kev uh, will consider the matter and make a determination. <laughs> I suppose that is, that's the set goal of sundown. Sorry for the noise in my background. No, no, no. Um, yeah. I, I know that you are on duty in that Sundowns game, but you can also give us an update so that we can utilize all of your, um, <laughs> all of the resources right now. If that, a, if, if that was a goal, then it would mean it's three years in favor yes. of Sundowns. Um, right. Joining. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sundowns are leading 3 0. Uh, Sundowns have also missed the penalty. So, Rob, in the, in the COVID 19 specific regulations, there the, the are provisions that um, if a team is unable to travel because of any reasons related to COVID-19, and then that team is deemed to have lost the match, and the opponent is given um, two goals, right? Mm. Or if a team is unable to have the full complement to play a match because their players um have tested positive. So if they don't have 11 players plus four, then they can't play again. They would be considered to have lost the match and the opponent gets a 2 nil. So in this case, there is a peculiarity in the sense that Bloemfontein and Celtic were always ready to travel. They requested uh, the waiver as soon as we became aware of the travel restrictions. And it is actually the Nigeria Football Federation then who made the request for postponement to care. So on paper, um, Bloemfontein Celtic cannot be held liable um, because they were ready to play. It is the government of the host team that... Uh, declined the waiver because they are saying that they're concerned by the surge within Nigeria itself. Mm. So in this instance, it is difficult to know whether the game is postponed or the organizing committee will make a determination on who to award the points to. So today we wrote to Kev and said that um, in light of this development, we are requesting guidance on how to proceed. So, so that's where we are. It's interesting because if, for example, Mlu, the Nigerian authorities are the ones that have taken that decision, and they've got to come to South Africa as well to play against Bloemfontein Celtic, doesn't that make it even more difficult then for them to travel outbound um, because if there is that surge, 
Does South Africa just open its borders and say, welcome in, we don't have as strict measures as you have for us, so please come in, despite the fact that you guys have got such an upward surge as far as the spread of the COVID-19? Well, I suppose, Rob, uh, in this case, this this would have been the second leg, remember? Correct. The first leg took place in Bloemfontein. Um, Rivers United won 2 near. Correct. Uh, so this is this would have been the, the second leg, really. No, I'm just saying that in terms of their their other matches that yes. they have to play. So if they have to travel and they have now willingly given that information to say um, we cannot allow a country to come into our country because we are that strict. Yes. Now, if they have to travel outbound, yes. Surely that should also apply. Because it can't only just be one-way traffic for them receiving people traveling into their country. Then that should be also a problem. Because it means then that they're taking that upward surge as far as COVID is concerned and taking it potentially to other countries. Well, I get you, Rob. But as you know, the protocols differ from each receiving country. Right. So it would be the receiving country then that makes a ruling, either based on a risk assessment at the time or based on whatever regulations they have applicable on whether to receive the visitors or not. Mm. So it's not necessarily up to what's happening in Nigeria. It depends on the country they are visiting. But the principle of what you're saying, I understand. I understand it fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it, it does make it slightly difficult, given the fact that they do have, in this case, a so-called upper hand. With that 2-0 that they had, you know, with the you know with the goals that they scored from Aguda as well as Omyanafi uh, on, that, on, on that match day, to then forfeit and, and almost give Bloemfontein Celtic, if the rules are due applied, appropriately, and I know that you've given due regard to how the situation stands now, and let's say now Bloom Celtic are themselves now given it as a 2-0, as per the rules that would be applicable here. It, it, it's, it's, it's a rather intriguing one, and one that we'd have to wait for those authorities again, Mlu, to, uh, to try and help us and guide us through <laughs> these very difficult times. That is correct, Rob. There's a, there's a section in these COVID-19 regulations um, remember I cited the one of inability to honor the match yes. due to travel problems. The second one is due to a depleted squad. Then the third clause in that section specifically says in special circumstances, the competitions committee would then have to make a determination on, the, on what the result is. And unfortunately, those special circumstances are not defined but we would understand this case um, should be to be one of those that should be in that category, basically. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a learning process for all that are are, are there. Would 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 Safa be okay with this game being played? Let's say on what they call a neutral venue, and what would deem there to be a neutral venue? What would the 
radius be, for example? Would it be somewhere close by? Uh, would, would SAFA allow, we've seen this happen again, even at national level, which you're pretty close to, a national team saying that we're willing to play our away game in your country? Yes. That is correct, Rob. As things stand, um, we have always been ready to travel to Nigeria to play the match. And without perhaps prejudging the issue, um, I'm not aware of any objection to play in a neutral venue. Um, I saw in the letter from Nigeria that they're actually proposing to play somewhere within West Africa. And, and therefore, in our letter to CAF, we did not entertain any of those uh, permutations. We simply said we want them to provide guidance on what the, the next steps should be. But I am not aware, I, I wouldn't, I'm not aware of any objection to play in a neutral venue because until the last minute, Bloemfontein Celtic were ready, they were willing to travel. They had the encouragement of SAFA, and nothing has changed as far as I know. Because that neutral venue could also have its own problems, though, Lou, surely. Uh, COVID is not something that's just restricted to Nigeria as well as South Africa only. Um, If they go to West Africa, let's say they choose a Ghana, for example, they could be Ghana-related problems there. Indeed, Rob, as I'm saying, it, 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 it... depends on the receiving country or the hosting country. Yeah. They will make a risk assessment based on prevailing circumstances or apply regulations that are in place already. So it is not as easy as, as saying, well, we'll pick a country, negotiate with them, and we'll go there. There is anxiety. There is anxiety with uh, different countries around the continent. You know the case with uh, the cancellation of the match of uh, Orlando Paris, for instance. That's mm-hmm. just one of the examples. And I know that they do try and stress in that letter again, uh, because people have been quite critical of how the Nigerians have handled their business here. Yeah, but they they do stress, Lou, that uh, you know they want everybody to understand that the health policy as put out in place by the Nigerian Health Authority, is aimed at controlling the spread of the already alarming number of COVID-19 infection in Nigeria and not aimed at South African nationals. So they have put that out as bluntly as that. That is correct, Rob. And we've also understood it in that spirit of goodwill. And we have no reason to to second-guess what they are saying. Um... That's how we've understood it, and really it is now up to Kev to make a decision on, on, on what uh, the next step should be. But I agree with you, it is rather uh, an intriguing case. Sure. Absolutely, Mlu. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your digging in here and just taking time away from the game that you are uh, currently officially in charge of. So just uh, to confirm, that score is still the 3-0 that... Uh, happened while we were on air? Rob, I, I don't have a sight of the speech now. Okay. Um, but when, when I started, when we started, Sundowns were leading Tonya. 
Okay, it looks like it's 3-1. looks like Joanne and Galaxy oh, have, have scored one. Yeah, so it's uh, Kermit Erasmus's goal, it's Mvala's goal, it's Morena's goal. Uh, there's one that's literally been scored a second ago. Oh, I um, see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You see, you're, you're always current. <laughs> <laughs> we try the best we can, Baba. We try the best we can. Thank you so much. And uh, let's have lots of conversations moving forward. Uh, we are entering into dangerous territory, even domestically. Uh, we did have a conversation with the Bloemfontein Celtic. There's clubs locally uh, that are really not giving us as much information as possible regarding uh, their players and infections. You just hear, and it's all about hearsay and so on. I really do think that is dangerous uh, for everybody that is concerned but hopefully in time we do get things sorted out and things get ironed out a little bit more yes rob uh, please keep safe and all the best for the year i appreciate it baba that is the gm for corporate services at the south african football association that is um, uh, just uh, breaking it down regarding that uh, bloemfontein celtic match saying that no that game is called off it's not going to happen and uh, they await further instruction